Mic is on. Everybody, uh, this is Gabe Vega from Comtech USA. I am here today to show you a pretty cool feature. And that feature today, using Android, is Brailleback. Now, Brailleback is an add-on function to Android that allows you to utilize a Braille display with the Android device. Uh, the Braille display I'm working with today is the uh, Orbit Reader 20. And the Android device I'm using today is the Google Pixel 3a. So, I just turned on my display and it has placed me at the bottom left-hand corner of my home screen, which is my dock, which is the last row of the um, the screen. And I see two things on my Braille display. I have phone and I have messages. And if I pan to the right, I will have messenger and telegram. And if I pan one more time, I will have camera. So the way you know which item is highlighted in Braille is because there's a blinking cursor, the seven, eight dots blink up and down and that tells you what's actually selected. So right now, phone is selected at the very bottom left, and I'm gonna use my next item navigator on my Braille display, which is the right arrow. Messages. And TalkBack now says messages. And um, now the blinking cursor is under messages. So there's a difference between panning to the right to read more Braille, which is what I'm gonna do now, and I see Messenger and Telegram, but my talk back, my excuse me, my Braille back cursor, my Braille display cursor is not uh, on any of these items that, that are showing. I'm just reading more Braille that's available. I'm gonna pan to the right one more time, and I have camera, and none of these have the blinking cursor because none of these are selected. So it's very important, the seven, eight dot actually tells you what's selected, sort of like any other screen reader that identifies where you're at on the screen. So, <clears throat> I'm gonna move to the left. Now I'm on phone, I'm gonna move to the left. And what I'm using, there, there's a there's a directional keypad um, on the upper part of the Braille display, left, right, up, down, and a select key um, that allows you to um, navigate as if you're swiping on the screen and then the select button is your double tap button. And we'll talk more about that as we go. So, now I'm on apps this button that will bring up all your apps that you have installed on your phone. Settings. And then now I'm on settings, I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna press my select button, which is gonna act as a double tap. And then in here, what, what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to go slow down my speech. I, I understand that's very fast and not a lot of people could, um, could understand that. So we're going to go fix that. 
So I'm gonna hit the right arrow until we get to um, to system and language, and then uh, the the voice synthesizer settings. So I'm on a search box now at the top of the screen. Profile picture, double tap to open mobile account button. Here's my profile picture. Show. Show. Network and internet, Wi-Fi, mobile, data usage, and hotspot, 117. Network and internet. Connected devices, Bluetooth, driving mode, NFC, 217. Connected devices. Apps and notifications, assistant, recent apps, default apps, 3 of 17. Apps and devices. Battery, 16%, should last until about 1.45 p.m., 4 of 17. Battery. Display. And what's really cool is I'm actually seeing this in Braille. So as the speech is speaking all this, I'm seeing all this in, in Braille on the, the Braille display. So it's, you know, I actually have mine in contracted Braille right now. So it says display, the, the drop D sign, the P-L-A-Y space, uh, the S-T sign, Y-L-E-S. And if I pan to the right, I can read the rest of what it says. It says wallpapers, screen, uh, screen timeout, font, size, sound, volume, vibration, and so the same thing here, uh, I'm on the sound setting, it says sound, volume, uh, vibration, do not disturb, so on and so forth. So I, I could read all that with the braille, so even if speech was muted, I'm, I'm still able to function and use the system with strictly braille. Storage. So, Privacy, permissions, account activity, location, Google services and preferences. Here's what I want. Here's system. So I'm going to press the select key in the middle of the keypad. Okay, now we're at the top left corner of the screen. We have the navigate up button, which means actually to go back a screen. I'm going to go swipe to the next item with the braille display using the right arrow. So you heard system which is the name of the title of the current screen. You heard a search box, and then you heard a help uh, selection, which will kind of give you contextual help on whatever current screen you're on. So in here, we're looking for languages and input, which we're on now, I can see it in Braille. And my little blinking cursor is on it right now. So I'm gonna press select. And in here, we're looking for text-to-speech. So languages input is title, search box, help and feedback is the next item. Listed. Now we're in a list. Languages, English, United States, one of five, list five items. It says our current language is set to English. We have a bunch of available keyboards. Um, when we're using the system, we have the talkback keyboard, the talkback braille keyboard, which is braille screen input. We have Braille hardware keyboard, which is the keyboard I use directly from my Braille display. Um, we have the Google keyboard, Google voice typing, Google's Gboard, and I have a really cool keyboard I like because it reminds me 
of a different system I use, but it's called the Next Tap technical keyboard. So physical keyboard. Connected. the physical keyboard is normally a, a Bluetooth uh, keyboard, and I, I will demonstrate that later on in, in a different uh, episode. Advanced, that's what we're looking for because it says under advanced, it says advanced tools is pointer, speed, text-to-speech, which is what we need, uh, and so on and so forth. So we're going to hit enter on that, or select on that. So after physical keyboard, you have spell checker, auto fill service, personal dictionary, pointer speed, and text to speech output. So I press select on that. And again, same thing. Help. Um, Text-to-speech is the title, search box, and help is always consistently at the top of the screen. Listen. The preferred speech engine is the ETI Eloquence. That's the current speech you're hearing now, commonly known as the JAWS voice. Settings button. Then you could change various settings in regards to that. And I'm viewing all this. So right now, my little blinking cursor, the seven, eight dots, is blinking up and down. And it says settings in grade two braille, S-E-T-T, the I-N-G sign, and S. Language, use system language, tool Language, use system language, that's okay. 51%, speech rate, speech control, So speech rate is set to 51%, so we're going to turn that down. Because it's very fast for the average user. 46% speech rate, seek control. 41% speech rate, seek control. 36% speech rate, seek control. Music volume set to 95%. 31% speech rate, seek control. So I think Music that's, volume set to 90%. that's slow enough. So we're going to keep it right there. And that's all we came here for. And now to get home, I am going to press my H chord. What is an H chord? An H chord is typing the letter H on the Braille keyboard along with the space bar it's sort of like a music chord when you hit multiple notes in order to make a certain sound but an h chord is an h followed with the space bar which issues a command to the screen reader that says hey take me back to the home screen and we're going to do that now home screen one of three so we are back at the phone icon at the bottom left of the screen on the dock and in braille i can see phone ph one sign which is dot 50 and my little blinking cursors under it then we have messages to the right of that which is your android text messages we have messenger to the right of that which is facebook messenger telegram to the right of that which is another messenger and camera to the right of that which is how you take pictures and as you could tell, I actually use a lot of communication apps because I am always connected. So what we're going to do now is we are just going to explore the rest of the screen and show you a little bit of uh, Braille commands while using the Orbit Reader 20. And your commands for your Braille display might be different. There's a specific help file that tells you what commands are available for your Braille display. Not all Braille display commands are universally used across they should be but they're not 
So um, make sure you refer to this keyboard uh, command um, document that's inside Braille back in order to understand and take note of what keys do what for your particular Braille display. So again, um, instead of using the keypad, the up, down, left, right, select, I'm actually going to use the one chord, which says previous item. And the reason why that's important, because if you're an old school Braille user, like from the old Braille and uh, speak days, um, if you used, uh, which is from, um, it used to be called Hinter Joys, and, uh, no, I'm sorry, Blazy. Blazy made the Braille, Braille and Speak, the Type and Speak, so on and so forth. And um, then Humanware made the uh, Apex. But there's a set of Braille display commands that are sort of universal, which are the one chord and the four chord, which means go to next item, four chord, and then go to previous item, one chord. And that's what I'm going to use now to go to the previous item. Well, evidently I'm not because that is not a uh, keyboard command for this braille display well excuse me anyways so we're gonna continue we're just gonna press the left arrow apps list button now I'm on the apps list again that brings up all your apps and I have about 180 apps so we're not gonna go over that right now we're just gonna skip to the left and see what we have on our home screen settings I have settings folder Microsoft I have a folder where all my Microsoft apps reside on my Android. Isn't that pretty cool? Folder, Google. I have a Google folder where most of my Google apps reside. Calculator. My calculator, just right there, one touch, boom, boom. I can do some, some uh, calculations. And on my Braille display screen, what I'm actually seeing is calculators over to the right side of the Braille display with the blinking cursor under it telling me that it's currently selected. But just to the left of that, my Files app, which is called Google Files, which is my file manager, is also visible on the display. But it's not selected, at least not yet. But when I hit the left arrow... Files. The screen, the text on the Braille display has not changed. There's still files and there's still calculator. But that blinking cursor jumped from under calculator to under files to signify and to notify me that even though the, the Braille screen didn't change, the cursor position did, which means the selected item is now Google Files. So I'm going to go to the prior item again. Contacts. And I have two more apps on my screen because that's how much Braille fits on a 20 uh, cell display. So now I have contacts, which is selected, and you can tell by the dot seven, eight blinking up and down. And YouTube is on my screen. So I have YouTube, which is a Y O U sign, and then T U B E, which is a pretty strange way to write in Braille, but whatever. Um, which has no dot seven and eights under it, which means it's not selected. And then I have contacts, which is Google contacts, to the right of that with the dot seven and eight, and they are both displayed on the Braille screen. So I'm going to hit the Microsoft. Oops, my finger accidentally touched the screen. So, wow. Calculator. So I'm going back there. Files. 
Contacts. Uh, contacts. YouTube. YouTube selected now. Again, YouTube and contacts are still on the screen. The only thing that changed was dot seven and eight are now under YouTube. So I'm going to prior item with left arrow. Pocket. And now we have two more apps on the screen. So I, I could virtually see two apps on the home screen per panning while reading Braille. And the difference between the two is, like I said, the dots seven and eight that show which uh, item is selected with the Braille cursor. So now I have Duo, which is Google Duo, which is uh, Google's equivalent to FaceTime. And then I have Pocket. Pocket is a really neat um, savior article for later reading app that I use heavily. Um, it's a cool app. You should check it out. Um, so again, left arrow jumps the cursor from Pocket, which is on the right, to Duo on the left. I'm going to do that now. Duo. Okay. So again, screen didn't change, just the cursor changed. So now I'm going to hit prior item again. Tasks. So now I have tasks. Um, this is the only item on the screen because I think there wasn't enough room to put more apps. And the, the Braille display is smart enough to know that. So this is Google Tasks, which is Google's task management application. Calendar. And now we have two more apps. So now there, there, there is enough room. There is um, Calendar, which is Google Calendar. And there is Podcast Addict, is, which is a really cool podcast manager that, that I use. Um, I like it for several reasons better than Google Podcasts, simply because it gives you more management and more customization options and, and things of that nature when managing and listening to podcasts. So I will use whatever Google Podcasts, uh, uh, Google applications I feel that, that I need because they, it's better, in my opinion, if you're using a Google platform to use Google Apps because they, they work pretty darn well. But in some cases, Google just doesn't cut it because sometimes their apps are just too simplistic. And uh, that's the case of Google Podcasts. So I use Podcast Attic to manage my podcast subscriptions. So I'm going to um, pan left. Podcast Attic. And we have two apps, Podcast Attic, and we have Clock. And Podcast Attic is currently selected, and you could tell that again with dot seven eight, the Braille cursor is blinking under Podcast Addict. So I'm going to hit left again, clock. and now Clock is highlighted, and that is the currently selected app. And that's your standard Google Clock. It has a timer and a stopwatch and alarm and some really neat functions where you could launch streaming apps and play a certain song on YouTube Music or Google Play Music or whatever the case may be. Uh, to wake up to when you set an alarm, it's pretty, pretty darn cool. So I'm gonna hit left arrow again. Photos. And I have Google Photos. And you may ask, Gabe Vega, if you are blind, why are you using Google Photos? And I'll tell you what I tell everybody else. I use Google Photos because I use Instagram and I use every other uh, hip uh, social media app out there because that is where the market is at. So, panning left again. Folder, play. The Google Play folder for me houses about three or four items related to Google Play services, such as Google Play Books, uh, Google Play Store, Google Play Music, and Google Play Movies and TV. So, yeah. Okay, so, and uh, just to take note, on the Braille display, um, 
you, you're actually told that it's a folder, so you're just not seeing, you know, um, you're just not seeing the name play. In Braille, it signifies that it's a folder. It says folder in the very beginning, F-O-L-D-E-R, uh, followed by a colon, and then it, it says play. So folder play means, you know, it's, it's, it's a folder and it's called play. So, previous item. Maps. I have two apps on the screen. Oh, no, I have three apps on the screen right here because there's enough room to display it. On the top line of my home screen, starting from left to right, I have Create, which is a folder. And I'll tell you what that is when we get to it. I have Gmail, which is my email folder by Google, my e email program by Google. Um, and then I have Maps, Google Maps. I like Google Maps because it is very... Uh, audio driven and descriptive for the blind it's a really cool app and I should really do a demonstration of that very soon and right now maps is the one that's highlighted and you can see that again as we said before with the dots 7 and 8 jumping up and down right under that icon it says maps and the little dots are right under it so now we're going to uh, left arrow Folder. and Microsoft. Oh, I just touched the screen again. Let me get back Search. to that area. Maps. There we go. Okay, so maps is still there. So we still have create Gmail and maps. The blinking cursor is under maps. So I am going to hit the left arrow again. Gmail. And nothing has changed on the Braille display screen. It didn't have to. Why? Because there was no real text change needed the only thing that happened was the braille cursor has moved now to the middle icon which is in the middle of the braille display that says gmail which is the gmail app and now we're going to hit the left arrow again and nothing's going to change except for the, the cursor folder created and now you have folder create on the braille display and the dots seven and eight are underneath that icon and in my circumstances, the create folder for me is how I get to create documents such as Google Sheets, which is a spreadsheet, a Google Doc, which is a word processing document, and a, uh, a uh, uh, Google Slide, which is equivalent to a PowerPoint document for presentations. Um, and that's what, what I house in that folder. So these are all the icons on my home screen on the uh, the first page I, I actually have three pages of icons and shortcuts on my uh, Android phone so but that's not it that's not all the icons on the home screen yeah that's all of them but you, you still have other sort of static and, and need to know icons that are on the screen where we're gonna keep going so we're gonna hit the left arrow Voice search button. You have a voice search button. If you hit that and you talk to it, such as what time is it, find this for me, find that for me, so on and so forth, and that will be discussed in, in a later episode, you could hit that with your select button or your double tap. Uh, and from a braille display, you would just do it with, with your select button. And uh, it, it will beep, it will do a chime, and then you speak, and then it performs whatever function you ask it to do. And it's called the Google Search Voice button on the Braille display. So it's Google, G-O-O-G-L-E, search S-E-A-R sign, C-H sign, and then voice, V-O-I-C-E. Google search. And here's a text 
base Google search box, which performs the same sort of function as the voice box, except you type. So if you click it, it's going to let you uh, type, and you would type your search query on whatever you're looking for, um, which is the opposite of doing it by voice. Google search. And now, there's only two more areas of the screen that I want to show to you. And that's the, the back home and apps overview button, which is at the very bottom. It, it's a touch area at the bottom of the screen. So I'm going to touch at the very bottom left-hand corner of the screen. Back button. Okay. So I'm on the back button, and I see that on the Braille display. Um, I see back, which is blinking up and down, up and down, up and down, which says the back button is highlighted or selected. And if I press select on that, that's the function that's going to perform. And then just to the right of that, I have the home button. And if I hit the right arrow, voice search, create, Gmail, maps, play, photos, clock, podcast, addict, calendar, tasks, duo, pocket, home button. Maybe not. Did I find a bug? Maybe I did. So now I just went and touched it with my finger and now home is highlighted. So that's the bottom of the screen. And now the top of the screen search. Search. Has some some other areas that we need to explore. So continuing where we left off, we're now exploring the status bar. The status bar is an area of icons and indicators at the top of the screen. And we're now reading it with the Braille display. So right now we're at the top right-hand corner, and it says battery, B-A-T-T-E-R sign Y, with our blinking cursor under it, letting us know that that's the icon we're on. And it says it's at 10%. That means that my battery is dying on my phone. And then the next icon says two bars, and I believe that's the phone icon. We'll read it. Phone two bars. So yeah, so now it says phone, with our cursor under it, two bars. And then to the left of that is our next icon is the Wi-Fi signal, and it says it's full. And you could read all this in Braille, W-I-F-I, and then signal is written out, S-I-G-N-A-L, full. And to the left of that, we have system update notification. Android update program. System update notification says I have Android 11 sitting and waiting for me to install. So that's cool. And uh, the next icon after that Air message notification connected to server is my Air Message app, and that's a really really cool feature that I cannot wait to demonstrate for you. I use iMessage which is something by Apple, on how Apple devices communicate um, on my Android phone. And uh, that is a demonstration that you have got to listen to. So it says essentially that I'm connected and I can send and receive iMessages on my Android phone. That is what that icon represents. And... Easy copy notification. Tap here to open your clipboard. 
Easy Copy is an app that I use to copy and paste text all over Android. Uh, it has a, a, a companion uh, app called Universal Copy, and again, those are more advanced features that we will show you either in a demonstration episode or in our new Android Basics course that is going to be coming out very soon. Gmail notification. APM. Gmail says that we have Gmail waiting for us. So that's cool. And again, I'm seeing that in Braille. It says Gmail. And my little cursor is under it. G-M-A-I-L with the dot 7-8 blinking up and down. Netspeed indicator notification. Down. 0KB per second up. 0KB per second. My Netspeed icon tells me personally, because I'm curious about stuff like this. Netspeed when indicator notification. Down. 1KB per second I'm downloading up. data. KB per second. And how fast it's down. downloading it and uploading up. it. And this is an error message. This means that I received an iMessage on my iDevices and my Android device. And this is telling me who it's from. It says error message. If I pan to the right, it'll tell me notification. And then it tells me who it's from. And I'm reading all this in Braille right now. That's what that, that little clickety-clackety sound is on the Braille display. So now I'm going to swipe to the left. 6.08 And it tells me the time. I have a number sign, a 6, a hyphen, a 08, two capital signs, and an A-M. And underneath that number sign is my faithful 7 and 8 dots to tell me that that is what the Braille display is focused on. My name is Gabe Vega, and if you enjoyed this Android Braille introduction demonstration, please visit www.comtechusa.net. That's www.comtechusa.net, or give any of us here at Comtech a call at 1-833-345-8324. That's 1-833-345-8324. 8324 and we would be glad to help you and let you know about the services and the training and uh, the options we have to teach you your assistive technology whether it's Mac whether it's iPhone iPad Android Windows Linux whatever the case may be if it's technology and you need to learn how to use it we are the staff to make it happen so again please visit www.comtechusa.net that's www.comtechusa.net my name is Gabe Vega and it's been a pleasure to demonstrate Android with Braille to you today Light is on. Button.